I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Kathy Campbell. And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots, isms, and tech, but mostly robots. You're not Savannah Million. I'm not? No. And and no one worry. Savannah is fine. Everything's fine. No one panic. Uh, she's just got a big, important tech job because... Un- unlike me, she she does tech for for real instead of <laughs> just talking about it. So our wonderful new co-host Kathy Campbell has stepped in for uh, Roboism 2.0. Kathy, would you like to in- introduce yourself and uh, tell our lovely listeners what you're all about? I will do my best. Uh, I am Kathy Campbell, and I don't have a big tech job. Instead, I am an internet unicorn, and I like to help people a lot. Um, And so I made my business about that. And part of that is all about like making things easier, just like Savannah talked about in Roboism 1.0, very first episode, she talked about liking robots because it helps her be lazy. I really identified with her in that sense. And I appreciate robots and things that make my life easier. You were hesitant at first to, I I wouldn't say, hesitant as in like you were, you were a bit concerned about joining the show because you said, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said something like, I don't know if I know enough about robots. And I was kind of like, well, that's the point. Not so much that you don't know about robots, but you don't aspire to be one to the point where it's an unhealthy compulsion, which, you know, uh, someone on this show always is the compulsive, obsessive one about uh, tech. (laughs) And there's always someone who needs to pull back that other person. And we previously had a show together called The Robot and the Unicorn. And we kind of covered sort of the same themes that Roboism did in terms of, you know, how we relate to humanity and technology. And so I thought you would be perfect to bring on because of that. And I would disagree that you don't have a fancy tech job, but... mm, Mm-hmm. I think that's an argument for a future episode. Oh, gosh, that's so true. <laughs> Going in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I, I want folks to get to know you because if they don't, it's wrong and bad. You're wrong and no, bad. No, it's not wrong and bad. They get to experience me afresh. Right. Is that what we say? Like when people are like, oh, I've never seen Fight Club. And instead of going, oh, my God, I can't believe you've never seen Fight Club. You're a terrible person. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited you get to experience it for the first time. I wish that I could experience Fight Club for the first time because then I would turn it off in the first five minutes. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I picked Fight Club. I literally have not thought about Fight Club in so long. And that was the first movie. You broke apparently. the one rule too. The I one know, rule. Don't talk about it. <laughs> However, I am jealous of our listeners now that you mention it because if they're experiencing you for the first time, they get that joy and I I have, you know, the joy of knowing you, but I remember the first time I met you, I believe it was at XOXO, and I was like, 
oh my goodness, this person is too kind and I I need to go away from here. They're wearing a, <laughs> I, I think, uh, mm, is she wearing a Robosum shirt? Oh, oh, good Lord. That's upsetting. Uh, I don't know if that was the first time we met, but the first time I saw you wearing a Robosum shirt, I was, I was just very upset. And anyway, uh, I, now that the listeners get to experience you and know you for the first time, I think the most important question that we basically ask every guest is, what's your favorite robot, real or fictional? Oh, man, I didn't get to that part of my research uh, where you had asked anybody that question. Uh, or I would have <laughs> better it's prepared. Uh, for that, which I definitely have a question uh, for, or answer for, I think, I think I'm going to say K-9 from Doctor Who. Ooh, <gasps> interesting. Mainly because I'm a huge fan of animal robots and the dichotomy of someone that's so adorable and helpful but not cuddly and mm. not soft um i think that follows up what with my number two favorite which is a um like a robot dog that my daughter avi had when she was three or four that we got at goodwill to protect her that she slept with then every night his name was brave buddy and i don't know how she snuggled with him but she did and that was her favoritest like sleeping toy for a couple years oh that's so sweet (laughs) it did nothing like it was broken but it didn't matter because it was amazing so i really like this animal animal robots do you remember poochie by any chance the name sounds familiar. It it was a robot dog from um, my childhood. Um, oh, it's a Simpsons thing. No. Oh gosh, do oh. I did I get the name wrong? Well, I don't know. That is correct. It, it also beloved Simpson character Poochie. Oh no, no Poo Poochie toy maybe. The little pink things? Little pink things. Like, or, oh, wait, hold on. It's spelled P- in a very, P-O-O-C-H-I. Mm, I've just sent you a link to P-O-O-C-H-I. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This came in, this launched when I was in college. So I was way too cool for this, but that is a lie because I wanted one, but I never actually bought one. I have distinct memories of me using a toy dog carrier um, on the <laughs> way, uh, like taking trips with my my grandpa driving around because, y- you know, I needed to contain this this right to make sure they didn't make a mess anywhere yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. can't like um, you know little pooping out little logic board parts (laughs) oh 
But I, I, I believe it was... It, it, it was at least 20 years ago, <laughs> let's say. It, yeah. And I, I just adored this thing because, one, it was a, a robot. And by uh, this age, I had a, a, already, you know, fallen in love with R2-D2 and all of her majesty. And, and you know, I also didn't have a dog as, as a youth. And... If you can see here, the button on the top of its head was the main way you would interact with it. And you would just push that little button and it would bark and sit. And <laughs> that was about it. But I also slept with it every night. And there, the well, I, <laughs> I think I still have a scar on my face from uh, <laughs> like <laughs> being on my cheek and <laughs> getting indented because it's plastic. So, uh, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So it, the the robot itself might not be snuggly, but when there's there's consent, there's a way. And uh, <laughs> th those little like LED heart lights, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna snug yes. snug you hard <laughs> i love it no wonder you and avi get along so well <laughs> i'm curious is there something about the uh, like human pet relationship that uh, you are interested in in terms of robotics in that like it's sort of a parasocial type thing i don't even well i don't even know if that's the right word because you know not human and or fleshy so I, <laughs> I i mean i know like k9 is just a total sweetheart and as far as fictional robots go but what is it about like the usefulness i guess that appeals to you so here's a here's a fun thing. Um, Android type robots or like humanoid shaped robots kind of wig me out a little bit in like TV and movies. Um, something about the way that they move makes me uncomfortable in a way that I don't really understand that I'm sure now we're going to be delving into sometime in the future oh i um, wish you could see my face right now i'm so excited <laughs> you're gonna be uh, so uncomfortable why did you agree <laughs> i'm so sorry you know i decided i needed to get vulnerable here and now i am regretting everything well, <laughs> well i mean we're, we're obviously going to start off slow but i'm yeah. just curious yeah. uh what are what are some of the creepiest the android type types you've seen <sighs> Um, in, are you familiar with the Disney movie, The Black Hole? Wow, I am not, which is not something I've ever said about a Disney movie before. Go on. So it's, um, from 1979. Oh, oh uh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and there is a robot in there. I watched it for an episode of The Incomparable, if you want to, um, experience the discomfort it's a very intense incredible movie that's like okay maybe incredible is the wrong word for it um i it's highly recommended basically despite the creepies despite the creepies it's and the terrible graphics because of course that's how that works so in that movie uh 
one of the big antagonists, spoiler, I guess, uh, for a, oh my gosh, a really old movie, um, uh, is named Maximilian and he's red and angry and has all sorts of weapons and is very scary. Um, the way he moves, the way he interacts, like it's all just really like, I think it dives into why I'm arachnophobic too in that weird way that things move. I don't know. It's it's very, very strange. But um, I highly recommend the movie, actually, if you're interested in that kind of thing. That sci-fi era, old sci-fi. And Disney. Oh, my gosh. This is... Oh, yes. I'm I'm excited. This, this sounds like a space cat type of uh, situation. Yes. I, yes, very much so. Oh, all right. So next question. Do you currently have any robots in your house that you utilize? Yes, I have a... Um, Lady in the Tube from Amazon with a screen at my desk right now. And I use her and all of the other um, Echo products around my house, mainly for music playing and for my shopping list. Um, when my hands are busy, I like to be able to say, hey, dingus, add such and such to my shopping list. And it's fantastic. I tried using reminders. I've tried using a variety of other things, including like the specific store lists. And this is just so much easier. Everyone in my family can use it. It's very simple. Um, and then I have a Roomba who I appreciate. I upgraded from a Yuffie robot and someday I need to get one of the little, like, don't come in this space things. The Yuffie had, like, a magnet you could put on the ground that was amazing. But I guess Ooh, the Roombas the don't have that. That sounds violent. Like, ooh, <laughs> the deterrent. Ooh, ooh. I, I just got As chills. opposed to a laser? Well, but but it's it's an infrared uh, la laser. So I I too have a Roomba. His, his name is Mr. Romper, uh, and he has a little dingus that we turn on if um you know we we don't want him coming into the bedroom or, or something. But um we we recently upgraded. Uh, I I don't enjoy using Mr. Bezos's. A website but you know so, sometimes you got to do what yeah. you got to do and on amazon prime day they they had um a an amazing deal with the upgraded roomba that sucks it has like a little uh trash bin in it so it Ooh, sucks yeah, up yeah, all the yeah. stuff because you know uh, i'm lazy enough that i don't want to vacuum, nor do I want to empty the Roomba. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's that's something I have now. But no, it's just a little. Uh, it's a little laser. It's it's not like a. Oh, it's gonna scramble your brains if you get too no. close. <laughs> Neither is the magnet. It's literally <laughs> like the strip magnet that like you can put on a refrigerator. 
Oh, uh, no, all right. I'll, we'll just have to try to get. I mean, we we have interviewed um, Mr. Michael Hurley's robot on mm, a Roboism yes. bo- bonus episode in the past. So I think we're going to have to find a Yuffie to talk to. Uh, does Does your Roomba currently have a name? Yes, uh, his name is Wally. Oh, Avi named names most of our items in the house and so she got to uh claim that name and i love it it's very cute the little beeps that i do appreciate the noises that the roomba makes versus the yuffie kathy campbell um could could you please give us a rendition of the (laughs) yuffie's noise uh, versus the roomba's (laughs) sounds well the yuffie's been retired for a while now um he ran through too much poop. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, literal? Literal, literal poop. <laughs> we cleaned him maybe five times. So the minute, the minute that there is a poop detector, mm. I will spend however much money for that. However much. I will, th- I will take out a mortgage on a house that I don't own to purchase that robot. Okay. Uh, Wait. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so many... I have so many questions. All right. So, so, uh, so the dearly departed Yuffie ran over poop. What was it of the dog and or cat variety? Like how how did this come about? Yes. So um, my lovely, amazing Chihuahua, who is the least Chihuahua-y Chihuahua ever. He is great. His name is Jose Cuervo, and he is kind and quiet and gentle and loves people and is my husband's emotional support dog. The problem is, is that he is so quiet and shy and gentle that sometimes he does not get your attention when he needs to go to the bathroom. Oh, poor yeah, <laughs> I know. And the problem is, is when our bedroom doors are shut, he would sneak into this spot under the bathroom sink, which meant that it was in the space that the um, robot vacuum would find. Oh, dear. Um, we had that robot for about three four years and it happened multiple times in that to where we would go it comes apart very easily I was I was actually really surprised at how easy it was to take apart to fully clean and sanitize but it finally it it it, mm, rest in peace Yuffie that didn't have a name (laughs) because it was full of uh (laughs) family 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 friendly show uh (laughs) All right. Yes. So <laughs> if there were there was a robot poop detector, like so are you thinking of like just a machine that does kind of like an infrared scan of of, of the like area? The area. And- yeah. Huh. And like, oh, if there's something there that's not I don't even know. Like, oh, there's something there. I'm going to go around it, maybe. Instead of like bumping into it. Mm. Something oh, like that could maybe work. Interesting. I bet that could totally work with like a UV light type of thing. Yeah. 
the the because I mean I don't know I I'm just now I'm shuddering of all of the like um you know true crime footage I've seen of UV <laughs> lights with um unspeakable fluids in hotels uh-huh. and I mm. I but there's yeah oh gosh I have two cats there's got to be some sort of uh fecal situation mm. somewhere cuz you know we've we've gone like weeks without discovering a uh, cat puke so you know yeah. it, it's um welcome to roboism everybody a show that's mostly about <laughs> robots and <laughs> and uh bodily fluids i well i i mean and and that's the other thing too is um you, you know we've got the whole toxmo tox oh goodness gracious what's the thing where where your toxmoplasmosis uh, i think so is that what you're talking about yeah the, the disease which is why pregnant people can't do kitty litter Oh, I didn't know that. Is that what you're talking about? I am glad oh. that I am not pregnant. The cat's poop warps your brain. Uh, and, I, and I wonder if eventually the robot would also kind of like, I, I don't know. There's oh. very little known about it. We don't know anything basically about how the human brain works while it's sleeping and how cat poop affects our brains. It's, you know, the, the mysteries of humanity. That's why robots are better. I am here for the movie about um, the robot that runs over too much cat poop and ends up having um, like a breakdown and ends up taking over the world, maybe. Oh, oh, gosh. And then there would be. Oh, oh, my goodness. I, I have to imagine then that there is a cyborg feline component to this. Oh, and yes. Oh, oh wow. This is I I'm going to call up mr disney right now and be like excuse me (laughs) sirs and who's in charge of disney right now i don't even wait you would know this bob chapik is apparently the ceo all right mr chappy oh (gasps) chappik i wonder (gasps) if he knows chappy oh my god the dots are connecting oh yes okay for the record he just like came in uh last year this time so he's it's been less than a year since he like went up uh again uh exchanged roles with bob Iger. so many opportunities well before we have our deal with disney plus i'm sure that we're going to talk about disney animatronics because you have a background in disney yes i do i do i love disney and I uh, slaved, I mean, worked for them uh, <laughs> for about six months under the college uh, program as a driver for Kilimanjaro Safaris. Welcome to the Harambe Reserve. Jumbo. <laughs> oh, God. I, w- <laughs> I was just transported and uh, saw the the scary elephant uh i mean adorable <laughs> animatronic elephant <laughs> well uh, uh, uh to to circle back as we we podcasters do uh we we've got wally um and your amazon lady friend is there any uh anybody else in your household of the binary variety 
it mainly comes to what constitutes a robot versus like a machine. Well, that was my next question, which is wonderful. What do you consider a robot? I think a robot in my mind, and obviously I am no John Syracuse or Jason Snell. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. It's just a fact. (laughs) In my mind, a robot is something that can do certain functions on its own. Hmm. One could argue, if you wanted to, um, that like my electric tea kettle that is not a tea robot but is just a kettle that when it boils it shuts off itself Hmm. could possibly be argued as a robot in the sense that everything is a sandwich and could be argued as such but I don't believe it is because it's mainly just like a trip switch it doesn't choose to do that Thing because of programming mm. what about a uh, dishwasher I think again like a sandwich it could be argued that it is but because it does not change its function so like it has its process that you can't change based on where you turn the dial on it does those things in order but I'm also like, that's how all robots are until they become sentient and take over the world. So really what I'm saying is, is I don't know. But when they take over the world, I'm always very nice to my robots, even when they go through poop. So (laughs) I am prepping myself for that future. Don't don't worry. This is not uh, the beloved podcast robot or not. There are no right or wrong answers here. But yes, I am very unsure of what the actual truth is of what a robot is. So go listen to that show on Not This Network, but still great. Uh, robot or not on The Uncomfortable. So what would you consider a cyborg? And do you think that you're a cyborg? <sighs> So a cyborg, in my mind, is a human who has pieces of their bodily functions that are robotic. I don't think I'm a cyborg because my watch is not a part of me directly, but someone that has um, a pacemaker, I think, is Um, someone that has an awesome arm or leg or limb is a cyborg. This is going to be a big point of contention. I am... You know what? I, my beliefs do not determine the truth or anyone <laughs> else's <laughs> beliefs. I think everything's a sandwich. And because someone else doesn't think it's a sandwich doesn't mean or minimize my decisions. But yes, I will get in an argument with it forever if you would like. But We'll still be friends at the end. Oh, this is this is episode two point one. We can we can, not not yet, <laughs> but <laughs> I I will accept your watch answer. What? But what about uh, folks who wear contacts? That's an alter like it's altering 
your function, but because it's so not robotic in nature. No, but it's not robotic in na- nature. Like mm. you, there's no functional moving parts yet. Well, that's mm. true. Oh, <laughs> as soon as I get some awesome contacts that allow me to like, I don't know, see through walls or like heat sensing or see in the dark or anything like that, then yes, I, I would see that as a cyborg. I mean, this is for another show, but already there's companies doing R&D with contacts um, that w- with uh, augmented reality features. Ooh, can you imagine the Pokemon Go with that? Would you get contacts to augment reality to play Pokemon Go? I would try my darndest. It's just very mm. difficult for me to poke my own eye. Like I, I would, yes. I, I would, if possible, or rather, if it was impossible for me to poke my own eye, I think I, 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> me, me myself would try to acquire something or someone, uh, perhaps a robot, to put them into my eyes. Or at that point, nice. maybe they can be permanent, or it's like a once a week or once a month type thing. But yeah. I, I, I'm sure that you have inferred that, like, as soon as any sort of reliable AR uh, glasses come out that those are going to basically be stapled to my face and yes, yes I do hope that I will be able to like blink at Pokemon and catch them oh what a world that would be no big dreams big dreams one day which leads me to perhaps my final question which is if you could have any robot today, not n- n- l- let's say not one th- of the uh, fecal cleaning variety, but <laughs> <laughs> if if you could have any sort of robot t- today, uh, like a- android, uh, like uh, or otherwise, what would it be? I want something that will make my food for me. Ooh. Hmm. Desperately. If I don't have to prep food, cook it, chop it, season it, plate it, give me food, give me, you know, the Star Trek food maker thing that I can't think of the name. (laughs) You could say something and I wouldn't know because I've only seen one episode of Star Trek. Fun fact, I've seen like less than a dozen and most of those were for uh, incomparable episodes of Random Trek. Yeah, I just realized both of us have probably mostly watched Star Trek for our jobs, which is a strange <laughs> yeah. privilege slash curse. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate and love people that love Star Trek. I'm just not apparently one of them yet but who knows what will happen in the future if this uh world that we live in keeps going i may discover star trek and then become obsessed and then i will know what it's called if a listener were to uh, want to suggest star trek episodes for me especially those featuring data uh yeah we are on twitter at at roboism fm so you know at us slide into the dms Whatever 
the kids are doing these days. I mean, you can be creepy if it's a really good suggestion, but... Yes. Well, and in the creepy factor, the last episode of Random Trek that I did, did have a kind of almost shirtless data. So I will um, send you that information. Creepy or hot? Up to you. If it's un, <laughs> if it's uh, unrequested, ah, can be creepy. I think I'm going to learn some things about myself tonight. <laughs> now, uh, f- food robot. Would you want it to also um, uh, by by make the food? I, I mean, like three th- th- D pr- print it or who? I mean, sure. Let's like. I was more of the mind of like I put a pile of food in something and it processes it and like sorts it and does what it needs to do or something. But I would be way down with a 3D printed food robot. That would be amazing. What well, what's one food that you would or or a meal that you would want this robot to to prepare and and sky is the limit here like we are full-on science fiction mode at, at this point and anything it's mm, that's a really good question because at this point anything that i don't have to prepare is a perfect meal for me i don't know how much of um that pre or let's call it the pre-show uh situation will be we left in but i mean would you like a single pill as a meal as as i would because oh man that's that's living the dream right there for me i think i think if i had a way to have a single pill or something along those lines to stay Nutriated. That's not the right word. That is definitely not the right word. Um, all, to... all noises are words if you give them meaning. <laughs> um, to like have all of my nutrition and healthy things to let my body keep going the way it needs to go. If I had that in a pill, that would be great. Especially if I could then like augment it with things that I want to eat. So like, yes, I want to eat ice cream or I want to have pizza today. So because I I can choose to have the nutrients in, you know, the rest of the meals for the day and and all of those like choices so I don't have to stress and worry about the decision making and all of that jazz. But being able to pick and choose, oh, I'm feeling really good today so I want to make a meal and having that as an option um, as opposed to something that I have to do the work for might let me find some enjoyment in it occasionally as opposed to just the rage and anger that I feel when I'm cooking (laughs) I I mean I I would uh, in my dream scenario I take this one step further um as established in many roboism 1.0 episodes we know that i uh, i'm willing to put 
near basically inject nearly anything into my body so like i am i'm <laughs> i'm uh, let's go past wearables and you know put put all of the trackers and rfid and magnets in me Alrighty, go for it mm-hmm. but i would love a sensor whether it be in my head or my gut or or something that senses what nutrients i need and it prepares it, it pr- prepares a meal based on that so i don't even need to like think about well what do i want right now uh like it, it do i have my period is this a salty time is this a sweet time do i not want anything and i want the pill today uh not the period pill the the food pill my mystical food pill that i would love to have so much <laughs> uh and just like you know have that uh then i go and like plug my elbow into the f- food bot and then it poops out some ice cream or something oh that's a bad visual why why poop wow. today why? we are going we're going deep but oh. what you you almost need slash want like one of those plant trackers that they have but for a human <gasps> oh yes exact oh yes exactly there are a shocking amount of medical trials I would sign up for if I was eligible. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I I think we are almost out of time. And by out of time, I mean I don't have a magical food machine, so I need to go put sustenance into my body. But, uh, Same. Ka- Kathy, where can people find you on the internet for folks who don't know you? Well, now they do. I'm so excited to meet you. Uh, you can find me on most of the social medias as at Mrs. Soup, because my last name is Campbell. Campbell like the soup. Ha ha, so funny. Look at that. <laughs> I do think um, it's funny every time. <laughs> I know, I do too. <laughs> uh, and you can find links to a variety of the things that I do at kathycampbell.com. You can find us at relay.fm slash roboism, or you can talk to us on Twitter at roboismfm. You can also reach out to us at roboismcast at gmail.com, which is an email address I just remembered and just found the password to. So hooray! Yay! <laughs> you can follow Savannah Million on Twitter at Savannah Million or on Instagram at Savannah Million. She does amazing comics and will also put a link in the show notes to our Roboism shirt that she designed, which mm. apparently is for sale again, which I didn't know until people bought it. So thank you, whoever bought some <laughs> Roboism shirts. <laughs> Amazing. This has been Roboism. Thank Thank you for for listening. listening. Perfect. (laughs) Nailed it in three. I'm not really that appealing, but I promise I'll never
blasted goldfish in pill form. This is staying in. Some mukbang. (laughs) I've spilled some fish. 